Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. I have Brian Silverbacks with me. We are going to talk about Alita Battle Angel and also give my recommendation for a book of the week. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. Today I have Brian Silverbacks with me. What's up, Amos? Hey, how you been, Brian? Not too bad. I'm watching your audacity right here and I'm realizing that I've been using my mic and not even having it turned on on my uh, thing. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> God dang it. Hey, life is learning, right? Damn it. <laughs> so, on this podcast today, we're going to talk about Alita Battle Angel. Now, Alita Battle Angel, I went I to like see your it. pronunciation, Alita. Alita. So, yesterday, Brian and I went to see Alita. We went to NCG Marietta. Yeah, Marietta, because I decided on this Saturday, what the fuck, man? I got nothing else to do, right? So, I called up Brian and said, yo, Brian, it was 10.30 and it was 11 o'clock showing. Yeah. Hey, Brian, what you doing for the next 30 minutes? (laughs) On a whim, spontaneous, and just went on to see Alita. So, anyway, Alita um, Battle Angels is based off a manga and also an anime. And... I wanted to see it. I had reservations at first, but then again, I said, man, let me go ahead and see this movie because I want to make a podcast out of it too after I see it. So, Brian. Yes. When you first heard Alita Battle Angel, what were you thinking about? What you thought it was? When you said Alita Battle Angel, I said, oh, that sounds like a nerd. Uh, sounds like a nerd movie. I'm in. Right. And I've heard that the critics didn't like it, and I heard that... Um, the the fans had liked it so i so i figured that i would fall excuse me i figured i would fall into the category of people that would have liked it right 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 for me i knew like i said i knew about it so i want to take a chance and go check it out so for those who don't know this this movie was produced or written by james cameron if y'all don't know James Cameron... I think he had something to do with like the translating it to screen. Like It, it was written by someone else, but written for screen by... like James. He interpreted the, the, the manga and made the wrote the movie. Yeah, yeah so you know, he, this is a guy who's big, Avatar and, and t- Titanic movie. You know, he's the big dude, right? Yeah. So the director was Robert Rodriguez, which you love. Well, I do. I, I love the guy and what he stands for. I can't... Like, I didn't know what, going into this movie that it was a Robert Rodriguez movie. Or I would have forced myself to like it a little bit more, I think. Like, really? I would have been predisposed to saying, oh, this is Robert Rodriguez. I'm supposed to like it. <laughs> but I watched it not knowing who the director was. So then at the end, I can be like, ah, that was sucky. Oh, shit, it's somebody I like. Yeah, I like Robert, Robert Rodriguez, Desperado, Machete. Uh, and, you know, none of the, none of those movies are great movies. They're just... They are what they are, and they're good expect, at what they're supposed to be. That's right. You could expect that type of movie from him. Yeah. But, you know, but this was the first time I think he had a big budget to direct. Well, I think he had a huge budget for Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I think those were his biggest budget movies. But that was on his Troublemaker Studio. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he, he had gotten fund, Like, yeah, but he had got funded. I think this is probably the most money of someone else's that he spent 
on a project that he didn't create. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like he didn't. This is his first stepping out. I'm working for somebody. Oh, okay, movie. Okay, okay. Everything else I think has been his. Whether whether it's Planet Terror, Lava Boy, uh, I think even uh, Sin City was under Troublemaker. Oh, it was. You know, even though it's another property, but I think the main thing was... His studio. His studio. And I don't think that he had a huge... His studio had a big take in this. I think Uh, he was just the hired hand for the director. Well, I I mean, you know, but... Well, they gave him the movie to direct. Yeah. And... Which wasn't terrible, I don't think. We're about to get into that. It wasn't terrible. Because I know you had some... um, You being a creator of used to do editing for yeah i've, done, I've like done some video you work very critical and analytical you do, and analyze things when you watch movies. i might be over i might overlook into things and, and force myself and talk myself out of liking something that's not good brian i know but i don't know how to turn it off it's you just like being an off, asshole man. like <laughs> i see people doing stuff and i'm like oh just and my wife will be like just ignore it brian and i'm like i can't why is that guy such a dick like I, I just, I don't know. Hey, yo, man, overthinking, man. You know, I know. a headache. But, you know, so I went into the movie and I first seen, and let me go backtrack a little bit. I watch anime. You know I do this. not. And Brian does not. I mean, I've watched, I watched like three animes, but they were like in the 90s. So I watched oh, Fist of the North Star. Overfiend. Legend of the Overfiend. <laughs> uh, a couple of other ones, but not. Like I'm not real big into the into the scene. And matter of fact, I actually met the creator of the Overfiend. Ah, the ape dick. Yeah, the tentacles and shit. Yeah. Ah, yeah, he's a funny guy. <laughs> I bet he has a sense of humor. Oh yes, indeed, he has a sense of humor. So I'm big in anime. I'm not as big as my friend is, but which friend is that? Trevor. Okay, Trevor. Um, he's big into it more than I am. All right. So, um. I'm going to the movie and I said, okay, I'm trying to refresh memory. See, do I remember scenes and this and that? So the movie starts and all of a sudden I see, we see this big city in the sky and stuff. A like floating that. city. A floating city. And apparently. Zelma. Zenu. Z- I don't know. Zelma, who knows? Man. Whatever it is. It's the, it's the unobtainable upper echelon of society. Which, by the way, to think about it. That we never actually get to see. see we don't see it. No. You know, we don't see it. We never all. know what life is like up there. No. We just be- assume that it's. Great, grand, and wonderful. Right. So it's, it's and everyone up there has a little dot on their head, on like a little a little jewel on their other, head. Other than your podcast, we yeah. mention that. Yeah. So that's why that's why uh, Jennifer Conley's character she has the dot in her head because she used to be from up there, but she's the only one that we see down here, right? That has the the jewel in her head, right? So we see trash and everything. All of a sudden, she see Alita body sitting there. The well, doc- like half of the body, half the body. Like she's just a head and like the upper torso area of a disfigured uh, cyborg, right? So the Doctor Ito, which is played by Christopher Watts, he picks her up, he finds her, and he puts her together. Yeah. So we start. This is the starting point of the movie. Yeah. And yeah. he's a doctor that does this for a living. Like he works cybernetics. with cybernetics and. Uh, Fixing people's arms and right. legs and their artificial limbs and stuff. So he's running the clinic. You know, you know, he doesn't make much money, but he trade barter like a person bring food, a bag of oranges, bag of oranges, something like that, or anything. So he opens a clinic for people who need cybernetic replacement. Yeah. So he finds a little body. He gives her a body, which was on for her for his daughter in the movie. Yeah, but, we find out later, later that in the movie that. They had a daughter that he created this cybernetic badass like body for, and badass I just mean it's very 
finished and polished. Like right. it's not badasses and it can take a lot of damage, but there's a lot of filigree. There's a lot of attention to detail and trying to make it look beautiful. Yes. Whereas most of his work is just like pieced, piecing yeah. some shit together. Right. Now watching the movie, Brian, so far, and we like what, 10 minutes in the movie, 15 minutes. Okay. Uh, so what was your thought? Then keep when you're watching the 15 minutes in the movie, what was you thinking then? I wasn't sure what to think. I already thought that the dialogue was weird. Okay. How weird? I, how weird? Like what? Like what? Like I, it. It felt like we were watching a stage play. Like it way. Like the. It, like like early, early in the movie, like before someone talks, the camera would cut on them, and it's almost like in my head I could hear someone say, "And action!" And then he goes, "What are you doing over there?" And you're like, "Well, why did we just not cut into that a little sooner?" You know what I mean? Like. So I just, it, it, the dialogue and the editing felt off to me. It, and I just knew that it wasn't going to get better. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, that's, I, I, like I said, I had a problem with the dialogue a little bit. Like you said, that yeah. some, cause most of the actors on there, you recognize, then you have some no name actors on there. And that's, most of them were no name as far as I'm concerned. Like I, I, I didn't, I, I knew Christopher Waltz. And then later, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly, and that's about the only people I recognized right off the bat. And the guy Ajax from uh, Oh yeah, Ajax, Deadbolt Ajax. No, for the life of me, I would keep looking at that guy and say, "He's not the guy who played Beast on X Men, but that's not him." Yeah, I thought so too. I thought it was Nux from uh, Mad Max. Right, and like, no, it's not him, but it's Ajax from Deadpool. Yeah, he was an asshole in this movie also. But his back, his back was cool. It was like it was like a big. mandala of of mayan symbols and stuff like that it was it it was pretty fun and they were all like moving parts like a clock right that was really cool but we only got to see it for like a real quick second really and for you know for people who don't know there was a city called iron city yeah you know everybody was either human or cyborg you know everything happened 300 years of what's thing called the fall a great war and all these cities like the one above then it was plenty of those but this was the only one that was last that's the only one that was still not standing, but still in the still, air. Still, still functioning. Floating, functioning, whatever. So, I'm watching the movie. I'm saying, okay, all right, dialogue's okay. It's not, it's it's okay. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I see the action. I said, okay. Yeah, the action, when it did happen, Dude, it was on point. Dude, the action was nice. Yeah, and it I, was. I, I, and, you know, with the CGI, like you said um, on your podcast, and the CGI, man, it was nice. It was polished. Yeah. It was polished. And... You could follow the action scene. No, yeah, the camera was back far enough so that we could see what was going on. Like when you watch like a Michael Bay movie, like when they're fighting everywhere, the camera's so close that you're just watching colors move. Right. But with this movie, they've pulled the camera back so we can actually see shit taking place. Yeah, and it was easy to follow, and I I really appreciate that, man. Like the the fighting style she had was awesome. Yeah, it was karate slash. It's a, it's, a, it's a bunch of shit. <laughs> it's a bunch of shit. And I was saying the way they had everybody, the cyborg was funky. The way they was made, you had people with all metallic body. You had some people with one arm. It's just the way everything was made. Yeah, it's kind of, it kind of, there was no uniformity to what created a cyborg. No, none whatsoever. And, you know, it, some parts were just skin stretched over. Oh, it was, man. Like uh, the early Haley. <laughs> like his thing was like, his head was big, and then he gave him like this big, huge, ten foot gorilla body right. that was all metallic bits and pieces, kind of just jammed together. 
and then you can get an arm that throws out sling blades. You know, it's kind of weird. It, it was weird. It was weird. And another thing that I really appreciate the thing of it was the um the pacing of the action. It was it for instance, there was murder not murder ball. Motor motor ball motor ball. Got me saying murder, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, murder. So guys, this is all spoilers, guys. Spoilers. So this is a thing called motor motorball motorball. That's the that's the sport. That's the sport that everybody and loves. And apparently, like if you get to be the best number one pe- person at motorball, you get a free pass to go up to the city in the heavens. Yo, who was the actor that was the champ in the um the uh, champion the champion of motorball with ja, uh, ja, um Courtney? Was that him? That was him. I thought it was like Sam Worthington. I think it was. Just, um, you thought ja. it was Jai Courtney? That, that's the. Uh, the live die lived hard die hard guy and boomerang suicide squad oh <laughs> yeah I, th- I thought it was sam worthington I, I, that was i mean i was good with faith that was him yeah you look it up you keep <laughs> talking i'll look yeah, it up real quick it was him man so it might not even be credited it, it might be uncredited man like yeah. you said michelle rodriguez was in there she was uncredited so you get to this sport called a motorball and you could be champion you could get up to zalma which is the place that everybody try to get to so, Alita and her new friend, I don't know what her his boyfriend. name is. Her boyfriend. Fucking turd. turd. <laughs> Brian, by the way, didn't like him. With, you know. He was unnecessary. He was unnecessary. So, oh, it is him. See, I told you. Uncredited, though. Uncredited. So, it is Jai Courtney. Yeah, I'm good with faces, all right, all man. Right, all right. So, he was in it. <laughs> not names. <laughs> no one will ever confuse Amos with being good with names. No, I'm not good with names. I could tell you that up front. <laughs> I can remember your face. <laughs> I know that guy. I know him. I know him. I know. Yeah, even talk with a girl. I, I know I've seen you somewhere before. You know, whatever. That's beside the point. But anyway, um, so we got her a love interest, which I think was really not necessary. It, yeah, you could have done this story without having her fall in love. Yeah, like they know each other for two seconds, and all of a sudden he's ready to jump humans. He's ready to jump ship on the human bandwagon. Just go straight to where do I put it in your robot body? Oh. Goodness, man! But I did actually. Actually, after I watched the movie with you, I actually went to watch. The, I watched the anime on YouTube. Oh, so you watched a crappy copy? Yeah, I mean, I watched the VHS version, bad dub. <laughs> <laughs> so I um I watched it and I did a comparison. Yeah, I will say that they kept the source material. Uh huh. So the movie stuck to the source material. Yeah, except for the daughter part. They didn't, in the anime, he didn't have a daughter. Oh, he just made the ro- he just made the battle angel. Yeah, it just they, he didn't have a daughter. And um, Jennifer Connelly, wife, the wife. Yeah. In the anime, she actually not a wife. There are they used to be co-workers. Okay. But I think they had a thing. Yeah. But that's not his wife in the anime. Okay. So they kept the source material switching around a little bit. Yeah. But which I think some that's anime, fine. Yeah, so I think some of the anime fans pretty appreciate that going mm-hmm. into the movie watching it. Yeah. But um. I mean, watching this movie, man, and after leaving it, I said it was not a bad movie. It just wasn't good. It wasn't good. I, I get, I'll see it again, but I won't buy it. Yeah. And that's, that's how I feel. I mean, you might not like what I say, but it's just my opinion. Yeah. Of the movie. I thought it could have been so much better. Yeah. Cut, I don't cut that love shit down. out. Like, there, there's no reason that those two couldn't have just been best buddies. 
Like, hey, you want to do murder ball? Fuck yeah, let's go do some murder or mo- motor ball. Hey, this gonna be in my head forever. You gotta do. Well, you want to go do some motor ball? <laughs> like, let's do it together. Like, we can be friends and not have like that. I think that would have felt more natural as right. to I'm looking for a buddy, like a road dog, like someone to handle and grind with me, right. as opposed to oh, all of a sudden I love you. Well, this well, like I said, man, uh, we had this conversation not too long ago that Hollywood need to get it together as far China adaptations from. Japanese cinema, as far as anime and from that manga, they need to do better. From job. video games, uh, even like for video What games, happens right. is the studios they buy the property, they say we've got the rights to so and so, and then they squirt Hollywoodness all over, and they've essentially bastardized what it was that the fans liked about it. The reason why they wanted the property, right? I want to buy this hot new comic book property. I'm a movie studio. I buy the hot new comic book property, and now I'm like, what can we do for product placement? Where can we put Coke? Where can we put this? How can we make toys? Like, we're, we're, we're squirting our Hollywoodness all over these movies, and then you lose the essential to what, what people liked about the movie. It's the, it's the character. It's not the fact that he runs around with the, the coolest toys. It's the fact that he's a cool person. And I think I think the trans Hollywood doesn't see that, and they lose that. And the thing is, you could you can make a movie from a manga or anime because the manga you have, I think you, that Alita lasted like for nine nine series, nine volumes. All right, yeah, in the manga, so you got the material. Yeah, you have plenty of source material. Source is what material. you're saying? Find find uh, what works best for your for your what you're trying to do. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. But then Hollywood comes along, and like I said, you. <laughs> They can make that ghost in the shell. Uh, oh, yeah, God. we could. And you know what? I was just. What was bad for me about Ghost in the Shell wasn't uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, it wasn't. First off, I don't know why that got to be such a big deal. Like, so what? She's not Asian. It's a robot. It could be whatever the fuck it wants to be. Like aesthetics and cybernetics. Yeah. So they, everyone was mad because they're not casting an Asian character. It's a robot. <laughs> but that aside, it just felt like two movies, two separate movies glued together at the middle, like. This hour is one movie, and then the second hour is a completely different movie. Like, it didn't feel but the cohesive. Way they did the, no, the, the Asian thing, and it's kind of like, oh, well, she was Asian, but she put her in this body. I I yeah. I, I, I tried to stay away from yeah, that. Yeah, like, that. It, to me, that kind of, it didn't make any sense, and I wasn't going to pay it any mind and read into it. I just want to see a good fucking movie. I don't care. Well, you know what? Ghost in the Shell, they almost got it right. They came close. I mean, it looked almost. good. Dude, it looked golly, good. it looked good. Dude, it Cinematically, nice. it was it was jam on, and, and they looked well visually. The it looks special effects were nice. The visual effects were nice. Okay, if you good. had to guess, uh, I mean, if you if you had to pick, who had the better special effects? Oh, God. Alita Battle Angel or Ghost in the Shell? That's the one put me on the spot, huh? Yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot again after one. this too, because I'm a big Ghost in the Shell fan. I think Ghost in the Shell did it better. I think Ghost in the Shell did a better job of it. All right now, which one stuck? Which stick, one stick, stuck closer to the, the source, source material? material? Alita did. Yeah, Alita did. Ghost in the Shell. See what it is Ghost in the Shell has many comic books, manga, and anime. Yeah. They, they could have went in any direction. I think yeah. they went with the Laughing Man direction. The Ghost in the Shell. Okay. But besides the point, Hollywood need to do a better job. Yes, they do. They did Dragon by Evolution. Oh God. <laughs> Speed Racer. Oh God. Oh yeah, God. I, I mean, I, I don't know what it is about Hollywood and just trying to put too much like you've got a good thing yes you do you don't have you don't have to change it that much 
you don't. to make it fit into your hour and a half, two hour movie. Because I did my research, man, on the, how they the critics graded I me mean, the Rotten Tomatoes yeah. percentage. At least it's like the highest rating of all of the ones that's adapted from an anime. Movie. Oh, really? Yeah, it had fifty nine percent, and I wrote it down. Shit, Dragon Ball Z, not Dragon Ball Z, but Dragon Ball Evolution, fifteen percent. Uh, well, nobody, even Dragon Ball Z people, didn't even want oh, to see that movie. No. No. They saw the trailer and they were like, or they saw the casting and the promo and they're like, you got to be damn kidding me. I actually saw that movie, man, and I, I didn't buy it. I just, I was yeah. like, I think it was on TV. I don't TV. think anybody watched it. It was on TV and I, I watched this bullshit. But anyway, <laughs> I think Alita stuck to the source material. Uh-huh. And I think some of the fans, manga, anime fan, was pretty happy. That's my opinion. I mean, it's a fun watch. It's fun. I mean, but I it's not nothing. Like it. It's nothing that I I can't wait to get it on opening day. Like I need to get it when it comes out on Blu-ray. Like I, I I'll see it again at some point, but I'm in no hurry. Yeah, I mean, I do thank you for taking me to the movies to see it, though. You're very welcome. I mean, I need a I need a partner. Plus, plus, we need some content. Yeah, that too. We needed some content. I haven't been putting a podcast out in a while, but I heard you getting back on the ball with the podcasting. Yeah, I'm thing. trying to get back on the ball, there, brother. I think it's almost like someone else is motivating you no, by we're doing. Not gonna get to that point. It's like someone else has started to do, and you're like, dude, if he, I need to pick up my game. Oh, really? Nah, I mean, nah. a little healthy competition. <laughs> nah, dude. They don't have the competition. Oh, I'm bullshit. I'm competing with everybody else, man. I Come know, on. but I'm saying, like, there was a spot where someone was trying to motivate you to do it, and you so were like, oh, man. Brian. I'm trying to say, oh, man, I'll get to it, man. Oh, man, I'll get to it, man. And then that somebody what? starts doing a podcast. But you know what, though, man? Look. And then now you're like, you know look, what? Fuck I, it. I, I need to start doing it. I work a lot. I, yeah, I, I do, really too. Do. Don't fucking tell you that I don't work a lot. I'm not at home that much. I get home okay, late. Okay, that, that, that could be very different. I get different. home late, man. I babysit two days a week. But I'm out the house and I come home, man. It's yeah. like almost eight or nine o'clock. And I'm too fucking tired. All right. But I made excuses it my, are like assholes. Uh, we, everyone got one, I and know they that. all stink. And that's true. But you know what? My shit's my roses. I don't know. The but I'm saying, but if you want something bad enough, what I'll do they tell do people? That people will do, do it. it. Yeah, I do it. So I've I've run across a lot of people that will say, "Man, I would do this if I not." This isn't you, so oh, don't take no. this personal. But. I would do it, right? I just don't have the time, or I just don't, I don't think, shut up and fucking do it. Like, for me, I haven't drawn a comic book, but the other day, I finished my first three pages, I finally said, fuck it, I've, I'm, I'm not going to get better until I start. I told you that, man. I know, no, everybody's I told, told me that, that. I told everybody's that. told me that, but I've always been too afraid, I'm like, I'm not there yet, and I kept making an excuses for myself to not do it. Right. And now, I'm just like, fuck it, I gotta do it, man. So, on that point, what I did yesterday, we went to see Alita. That's true. We just did. We did that. Yeah. And then now we've got content. And we got content for that. And the thing is, I'm going to give a rating. All right. What is your My rating, rating I'm system? I'm not going up to 10. What is your rating system, Amos? My Amos? rating system is 1 through 5. I'm keeping it short. All right. Is 1 good or 5 good? 1 is good. No, 1 is bad. 5 is great. Can we go 0? We can start at 0 if you want to. All right. Zero but to I, five. This one doesn't go. I don't need a 0 for this one, but I just want to know if 0 is a rating I could give. You want one? No, not for this one. Okay. Maybe for like that movie, uh, what's that Bruce Willis movie? Death Wish. By Death the way, Wish. we'll talk about that later. God, man, that movie. This is going to be All right, later. but so for out of five, you're asking me, I'm going to go a solid three. Okay, three. Okay, for me. Right smack dab in the middle. I'm going to give Maybe it. Maybe 2.5. 2.5, right in the middle. Like, right it's not middle. terrible, but it's not good. I give it a. 2.5. I give it a 3.5. 3.5? Right. A whole extra star? Yeah. Yeah, the anime guy in me, man. I mean, I, come on, dude. I watch anime. And 
I think it's pretty cool to try to adapt anime to the big screen if it's done I, right. Oh, dude, I I appreciate the effort. Th- that too, that too, man. So, Alita, if you want to check it out, go check it out. Two and a half. Two, two and a half. Two, Three point five for the guy right here. <laughs> so anyway, our next topic is this. Are we going on to the next topic next right now? Topic right now. I'm doing two. I'm okay. Doing two I didn't know. I didn't know if this was going to be one broadcast or we're going to start. You're no, going to start this over. This is one broadcast. I'm going right. to do another one. Are you going to do your pick of the week? I'm going to do a pick of a week. Pick I'm, of the week. And this looks like a comic book. This is a comic book. So, for going forward, I am going to do a pick of the week. All right. How far my comic book goes. All right. But I collect the comic books. All right. So, my pick of the week is called Outer, Outer Darkness. Outer Darkness. And this looks like Outer Darkness number four. Number four. So, I already, one, two, three, and four. So it's written by John Layman. For those who don't know, John Layman was the writer for Chew, which is one of my favorite comics. Mm-hmm. Written, um, written by John Layman and drawn by Rob Guillory. And this Out of Darkness is um, drawn by Afu Chang. Afu Chan. 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 Like Chan. Jackie Chan. Chan. Afu Chan. Creator and artist, right. says. So in this book, um, I'm going to give you a reference to this. This book is a cross between H.P. Lovecraft and Star Trek. <laughs> oh wow! Yes. like all of H.P. Lovecraft, or just 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 a mixture of just think about just H. that kind of thinking, the, thing, the thinking and the feel of the book. So, so you have this crew, and the the ship is um, the engine is called a God engine, I believe. The engine inside the inside starship. The ship, the starship. That's what, what makes it go. Makes it go. But what makes it go is this sacrifices oh they have to kill people, people to keep the engine running right yeah so hence the word of god engine so you got to sacrifice people for to make the uh, engine run. damn so yeah so do they know that yeah everybody, everybody on everybody. the ship knows that you could everybody. die at some point yeah everybody it's mostly it'd be criminals it's criminal they sacrifice dude i wish that was in real life so anyway so you have the cast right here you have all right the, so at the end of the book here it's got like all of like everyone that you saw in this issue and their name yeah all the cast and all the crew members all the crew members on it and there go the engine right there that's the engine a big ass yeah. skull face looking dude right that's the engine i didn't know that i thought i was expecting like a camera okay this is adverts no so that is the premise of the book so you have the captain. He's a no-nonsense kind of guy. He don't give a fuck about nobody what they say. He has a hidden agenda like everybody else. I'm guessing ship. this is a rated R book. Like, yeah, it's a lot of... There's going to be death and stuff, stuff too. Yeah. So. Nudity, head chopped so off. So this is mature readers. Right, right, right. So the crew members, you have a witch on there. She has a familiar. You have a... Um, a necromancer. <laughs> so you have, it's a mashup, oh, man. Oh, I got some boobies. Yeah, see, there you go. Snake alien boobies. So Out of Darkness, I really recommend you guys check it out. If you And are, it's at number four right now. Right. If I four. wanted to get number one right now, would it be expensive? Is it like a hot collector's item or can I get a cover price, do you, you think? You get a cover price, buddy. All right. But it's out of print. Oh. Yeah, you might get the so. second printing. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, if you want the story, then go ahead and get the second printing. Yeah, but, get the second printing. And this printing. is through Image and Image. Skybound. The Skybound, which is by... That's Robert Kirkman. Kirkman's, Kirkman's uh, sub-label or whatever, yeah, what they call imprint. Stuff. That's his stuff. Um, so John Lehman, like I said, he's the guy who did Chew. Remember the book Chew I was yeah. reading? I think one of... like the, You know T-Villain? I used to work yeah. do a lot of work yeah. with T-Villain? Yeah. One of their friends was the colorist on the Chew books. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome book. I recommend you reading that too. By the way, 
I probably should just pick it up and trade. I yeah, never read two. Yeah, too late for the issues, man. That's one, what I'm saying. Like, I, I could go back and try to order them all, oh, yeah. but I think I should just pick up a trade and read shit, it. Shit, number one is $100, man. Oh, fuck that. You, you got know? number one? Yeah, second print. Uh, <laughs> I don't have the first printed, man. Shit. I got... What about that Hillbilly? Hillbilly. I heard that's a... I heard that's a new... Uh, Hillbilly is the guy from Goon, right? The Goon. The guy Eric that did Powell. the Goon. Yeah. He's going to be somewhere I'm going to be. Where is he going to be at Atlanta Comic Con? Oh, no, no. I saw online. He's going to be, uh, I think, uh, a friend of mine. I think Kevin West. Kevin P. West is an artist online. Mm-hmm. And he is going to be at a show where the goon is getting re-released. Like the guy that created goon. Right. He's, he's re-bringing goon back out. And, there's, uh, and they're going to be at the same show, like at a local comic book shop or something. And I said, dude, get me a copy. Get me a copy. Right. Well, well, damn. I haven't read Goon, man. I've heard it's a good book, though. But no, but he did the Hill... I thought you were... Didn't you read Hillbilly? Or were you reading Redneck? I don't read not, neither one. I, I thought you were reading one of those books. No, Hillbilly. I missed I miss out on that, man. Oh, I thought you were reading that. But Out of Darkness, if you like sci-fi and your horror... Or it does sound intriguing. Supernatural mix. This is the thing to read, man. Mature... Um, dude, just the idea of the God Engine. Like, just imagine if you were on Star Trek... And they're like, you know what? I'm just going to feed you to the engine because we got to get to warp speed nine and we got to kill some motherfuckers. In the, in the episode, not episode, issue one. It was issue one. They did like, what the hell is this? I was confused. Yeah. I issue two, I read issue three. Oh, this is what they're going with this. <laughs> so in this galaxy, in this universe, man, everything is mixed up with science, not science, it's supernatural. Yeah. Monsters and stuff like that. Magic, Magic and shit. Magic and shit like that. But if you love that kind of stuff, I recommend you read Out of Dark. Outer Darkness. All right. I got a ton twister, man. So, Brian. Yes. So, what you got planned for the up-and-coming conventions? Because it's about to sign off. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. March 9th and 10th, I'm going to be Huntsville Comic Expo. Pop Culture and Comic Expo. Right. They're going to have, like, three Power Rangers. Lou Ferrigno, Marv Wolfman, Mark Gr- uh, Mike Grell's going to be there. Ming Chen's going to be there. You're going to be there. Right. I'm right. going to be there. And that's in uh, Huntsville, Alabama. That's the two days in Huntsville. I hope it'll be warm. That's going to be badass, man. I'm really looking forward to that show. Then guess what I'm doing right after that? What's that? The following weekend after that, I'm going to be in Montgomery, Alabama for the River Region uh, Comic Con. All right. Montgomery, Alabama. They got the original Blue Ranger. They got David Yost. It's going to be there. We met him once before, right? Yeah. We met him at Huntsville. Oh, yeah. That's right. And then, uh, you know who else is going to be there? Fabian Nicieza, the co-creator of Deadpool. Last name, right? He's going to be there. I'm going to be there. And you may be there. I may not be there. You may not. Yesterday, no. you said you may. Something happened. Oh, shit. No, but, I'm... you know, Brian Silverback's going to be in that house. Yeah, yeah. You know, something happened. Busy person. Right, then, are you, uh, then after that weekend, right. I'm going to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga. Or uh, Eastridge, Tennessee. Right. It's not. It's right outside of Chattanooga for MetrothamCon. It's a first-year convention. And they're going to have a ton of Dragon Ball Z voice actors going to be there. And, get this, the original voice of Wolverine and Beast from the cartoon. Oh, for you guys who don't know, the 90s, the Fox Kids. Yeah. That was an awesome X-Men cartoon. That was the yeah, best. That, dude, that was the jammy yeah, was jam. We kind of fell off later on in like the fourth, fifth season, man. Yeah, but dude, just having that uh, having that available to you, and then when you first saw Cable, you're like, oh, shit, this yeah, is going to be yeah. badass. They had Deadpool in that one. They had, did a cameo of Deadpool. Oh, I don't remember that. I have yeah. to go back and watch it that It was one. like um, shots. It was like Mr. Sinister was looking at the Oh, screen. okay, it's just a real quick. Like, he didn't have a line or anything. Uh-uh, uh-uh. 
Oh, okay. Did you, you know, I, we did a podcast on X-Men. Did you listen to that one yet? I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Yeah, we talked about the creation, like, where we were and how reminiscent the, the uh, cartoon was for us. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I but so, it's going to be really cool for me to go do Matrotham Con in Eastridge and get to meet the voice of Wolverine and Beast. That's right, going right. to be cool. So, those are the appearances I've got coming up in March, man. Okay. What cool. do you got going on? Well, I have nothing Other, going Huntsville, on. You're going to be with me in Huntsville. Be Huntsville. That's the only thing I'm going to Unless things right have now. changed. Nah, nothing changed on that one, man. That's, you know, I'm a busy person. That's the only convention I'll be in in March. Uh, oh, I'm, in June, I go to Charlotte. I'm for gonna, what, Minicon or for Full Heroes? Full Heroes. All right, so you're going to Heroes. Are you tabling there with anybody? Is Mark going up there or no, are you Mark's just visiting? I'm just going as a fan. All right, well, that's that's usually what you do. but I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually what I do. But um, Are you going to go to Atlanta Comic Con this year? I, I want to. I plan on going. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be. There. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be because Kevin Conroy is gonna be there this year. And that I'm was going. just announced. Yo, dude, I have to go. Ron Lim's gonna be there, dude. Yeah, from Silver Surfer and uh, yeah, uh, Val Kilmer's gonna be there. <laughs> oh, dude, you know what? Michael Bean is gonna be at Huntsville from Terminator. Yeah, but also, also Johnny Ringo from Tombstone. And then if I see, if I had like a picture of him and Val Kilmer. Because Val Kilmer's going to be at the Atlanta Comic Con. You could get Johnny Ringo and Doc Holliday to sign the same piece. Oh, yeah. How fucking B.A. would that be? Wow. You're right about that. Huh. Oh, damn. That's a lot of, lot of some kind of But people, he's, Michael Bean is $50 to sign for really? an autograph. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I don't know if I can come up with $50. Yeah, you come up with $50, man. You got that money, Nobody man. buys my shit. I you go to conventions money. and lose money. Why, I need you guys you to support. Right, why are you saying that right now, man? Uh, trying to get some sympathy money. <laughs> okay, all right. But anyway, how can people um, get you on your social media accounts? Check out just just look in the search engine, type in Brian B R Y A N, and then the word Silver B A X, or right. you can just go to SilverBAX.com. Silverbacks. And my social media accounts are always just being Amos. It's gonna be on Instagram, just being Amos, Twitter, Facebook. And that's about it. That's all I have going on as for my social accounts. And oh, justbeingamos.com. Justbeingamos.com. Well, that'll take you to your SoundCloud, right? Yeah, it's taking the SoundCloud and my iTunes. iTunes? You're on iTunes too? On iTunes also. So that's how you can catch me on all my social media accounts. And that's my podcast podcast account. I hope you guys enjoyed this Maybe podcast. one day you'll get some t-shirts. I might get some t-shirts. If I do, you going to support it? I don't know, but I'm getting my own t-shirt. I got my own t-shirt, STS Podcast. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mine be coming pretty soon, dude. STS. Y'all mm-hmm. know what that stands for? It's just shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. <laughs> the turd. Turd, but that's it for me. Thanks hope- for having me, buddy. Always a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Peace. Just be in the